The climate shifts. Our expectations change. What will it cost to stay cool or to stay warm? Will we survive? Welcome, Tough Times with Lou Young here, stuck between the rock and the hard place with uh, some good friends. Not really stuck, I guess, more like just hanging out. We're with uh, Peter McCart, the Director of uh, Energy Conservation and Sustainability for Westchester County, recently named Vice Chair of the New York State Climate Action Committee for the New York State Association of Counties. That's right. Welcome, Peter. Thank you. Thank that, you for having me. Lou. This is a, this is fun and exciting. That's a that's a big. I mean, you you, you guys are going to like literally going to figure out how to spend a ton of money. <laughs> that's the plan. Hopefully, we get the money. I think we're going to talk about that too. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Uh, uh, the standing committee was named uh, two years ago, and I've been on that committee. I was named to that committee, and uh, they just bumped me up. Uh, uh, one of the uh, the actual chair uh, was Pat Ryan. And uh-huh. he got elected to Congress, so he stepped down from this position. We got a lot to do. Yeah. I, sh- I should mention also Kevin Thomas at the board here. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are uh, you? George Batonovic is in, in the studio also. Hello, Lou. And uh, we have some other people who are going to be calling in that we're very excited about. And uh, um, we are uh, live here on this uh, third day of September um, and uh, recording the program. So uh, if you are receiving this message, and it's the third of September where you are, you may call in at any time, 845-429-1700. If it's not the 3rd of September, you will need special equipment to reach us. <laughs> and we're still waiting on that first call from the future. Yes. I, 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 but I would, I, I'm, I'm fascinated uh, how, how that will work. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure Elon Musk will have something yes, to do. Yes, exactly. I, wa- I want that. I want that. So please, folks, work on it and um, and see if we can get the special equipment uh, cranked up because we, we want to know what's going on in the future. Give us a call. Let us know back here. All right. Um, yeah. What's the uh, biggest issues we got uh, climate change-wise from uh, yep. Albany's perspective where you're going to be, uh, you know, throw some of our money at it? What do you think? Well, we do have an environmental bond act. It's on the ballot this November. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely valuable. And... Um, uh, we'll, we'll make good use of it. It's a, a $4.2 billion environmental bond, um, and it's certainly necessary. We're not going to get there. We can make the policy changes, but we do. We have very good elected officials in this region, in New York State, Westchester County, my boss, George Latimer. Mm-hmm. Got to throw a plug in there for my main man. Oh, there's some great people in Mamaroneck, too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Mamaroneck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all over, actually, Westchester. And I, I can't speak to Rockland as much, but I know there's good things coming out of Rockland as well. Oh, so. we got a, we got a superstar over in uh, Clarkstown, uh, George Homan, uh, who's uh, who's... You know, he was a pioneer in uh, putting uh, solar panels on uh, closed uh, landfills, huh. and has done a lot of the groundwork. So uh, uh, we may be able to sweep right in there and uh, copy him and uh, do it without having to Use make all the mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, terrific. They got great stuff going on here. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to um, uh, figure all this out eventually. The uh, bond issue that's on the ballot, I believe, is the most important thing that we can vote on uh, this year. And, and that's going to be a hard sell considering all the personality uh, wars going on yep. between uh, the, uh, the them and us crowd. I, I agree. I agree. But this is money that will be divvied up 
and uh, given, uh, you know, a great, people will write grants. And you got to earn it. You got to earn it. And uh, and <laughs> deserve it. Physical things that will happen in your communities. You will see this stuff on the ground. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of water infrastructure, sewage in- infrastructure. And in, in Westchester, our sewage systems uh, are antiquated, very old. Some of it's uh, clay pipes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's a big one. West Mount Vernon has some very, very Mount Vernon's got, got Mount Vernon's got more work to do than they could possibly do. So yeah. if they don't get some help, exactly. And and in, in essence, what happens when it's raining? Uh, they're just dumping their sewage right in the uh, what Salmo River? Uh, no, Bronx River. Bronx River, right? Um, well, no, it goes into um, Hutch. Oh, the, the Hutch, Hutch, the Hutchinson. Yeah, the Hutch is is real, uh, real issue. But then, also, what happens? Uh, it just goes into the storm or- overflow, which then gets you know taken up uh, valuable space uh, that's not needed in our wastewater treatment plants, and then that can just go right into the sound, yeah. and, and, and that's I, bad. I remember from covering it when I was in the television that those uh, pipes, storm sewer and, and sanitary sewer, side by side, they're old, they break, yep. they leak into one another. And then uh, when when the rain gets to a certain level, you're seeing the sewage go right out into the river. That's right. And, and the sounds and the, and the Hudson and all that. So We have a problem in, Rock, in Stony Point with people um, hooking up their uh, sump pumps into the sewer system and adds a lot of water to the sewer system. So yeah. the town's been trying to detect who has those <laughs> using smoke, these smoke detectors, right, to find it. Because a lot of it goes in is water. And then we end up uh, paying a, and over, overwhelm the system with water. So that's a problem, too. You fix one problem, you create another. And that's the, uh, the up and down side we've... Uh, seen way too often. Let's you know, let's uh, get up and take a, a walk over here uh, to the big machine before we uh, take this any further. Uh, we go in. Uh, oh, it's dark in here. Have you Check the dials, my friend. Look at this. Oh wow, wow, that's something else. Yeah, you, you see how much electricity is going into all of this wall? Of, oh, this is all, all generated by uh, sustainable so, so, so electricity and, and on, the, on the roof of the complex. <laughs> <laughs> well, hydrogen power. I don't know. Uh, we're seeing uh, the, the the fires out west. Yeah. Uh, just uh, terrible. The uh, it's either drought or flood. Yep. Um, and now look down in, in Jackson, Mississippi there, right? Where the, the drinking water, they don't, you know, they don't have it. I mean, this is, a, you know, it's just uh, one cascading problem after another. And as climate change gangs up on us, we uh, may not be able to keep ahead of each one of them individually. We may get overwhelmed here. Yeah. So um, Look at Pakistan, too. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so... <laughs> I wanted to talk about the music that you wanted to bring here. <laughs> so I, I asked uh, Peter, I said, what kind of music? And, and uh, uh, you got uh, Watch It Fall? Just uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just start. <laughs> so you asked me for some environmental songs. And, yeah. You know, uh, can we talk about that? Here we go. Okay, yeah. so this is, this is it. We've got a couple of minutes before yeah. this. This is Billy Strings. And I hadn't heard it before you recommended it, and now all of a sudden I can't escape it. I, 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 I'm, I'm in this universe of, of bluegrass and, and Billy Strings and everything else. So, um, new grass, we call new it. Grass. New grass. Okay. Anyway, this is to set the mood, folks. Listen to Billy Strings, watch it fall, uh, environmental bluegrass, and we'll come back and uh, we'll see if we can dial up uh, Nina Orville uh, and, and get her in here from uh, Sustainable Westchester. And why our discussion? 
Well, it's not so easy now, though it never was back then. We still can't seem to work this out, and you can still pretend. And these tattered walls and burning bridges quickly start to fall. How long until there's nothing left at all? I've been to California, man, I've seen them city lights. Been stranded in the desert, scorching days and freezing nights. People try to walk so tall How long until there's nothing left at all Don't you love what you got used to Where we used to feel so free Won't you wait a while in silence, love Watch it fall with me From the till while no one minds the store And how could someone get so low in a building so damn tall How long until there's nothing left at all While chunks the size of Delaware are falling off the poles Our heads are buried in the sand, our leaders dug the hole My junkies hooked on fossil fuel heading for a draw How long until there's nothing left at all Watch it fall with me To the past, to a place that's long forgotten when we had enough for all. How long until there's nothing left at all? Some Americana for you. Newgrass, bluegrass, 
Billy Strings, all of 29 years old, man. 29 years old. He, he plays classic bluegrass. He, he knows it from the heart, the Doc Watsons and the mm-hmm. Bill Monroes. I mean, he really knows. But then he takes it and extrapolates and gets a little psychedelic with it in live concert. He's been the biggest uh, selling concert person during the COVID because he was doing a lot of streaming. He, he had seven nights at the Capitol Theater where he wow. was streaming the whole thing. Well, we got we got two more songs of his uh, queued up. Maybe we'll, we'll hopefully we'll get to them. They're not short songs, and and we're long winded, and yeah. hopefully we we, uh, we won't. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, what the money, are the billions of dollars that are coming our way. We t- we ha- we've got the um, the big uh, state bond issue uh, coming up in November. We talked about, and I'm urging people to vote for that. And uh, we have the big um, bonds. Uh, the big environmental part of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. That's right. Uh, uh, which is, what, $369 billion, something like that. Something and like I'm just that. reading here that, that uh, uh, Podesta, uh, uh, John Podesta, yeah. uh, is going to be the kind of like, I guess... Administrator. <laughs> Administrator or something. Environmental money czar. So, yeah. so that's, you know, of course, that's the whole country. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's 306 it's a lot of billions of dollars. Yeah. And this is all about um, renewable energy, uh, uh, wind, um, uh, solar. And uh, if we can do uh, everything, we might succeed in saving ourselves. Yeah, at least certainly mitigate it, mitigate these varied storms we have. Um, you know, there's a lot of the money is going into water infrastructure, mm-hmm. sewage, but clean water and mm-hmm. all that. And you know that's that's the biggie. All sewage treatment plants are you know next to waterways. We have seven in Westchester County. They mm-hmm. have to be near the water. That's just you know. Yeah. They clean the water and they and it goes back into the mm-hmm. into the uh, you know the, the river or the sound. And uh, uh, we've been doing a good job of hardening those structures. You know that's 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 a key component of this is hardening all these structures for these storms that we don't even know what. The, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. What it's the storm. We don't know. We don't know when or where the storm is going to be different. We're getting, you know, hurricanes in, in the winter. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's all just different. You know, last after Ida, and I've told this story a couple of times, but it bears repeating. I went out to get some pictures of a, a school that was damaged in Portchester, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember following directions, and and it made a left. It went went up a hill, and I'm like, this, this is odd. And I went up the hill, and it was high ground, and uh, I saw the people cleaning up, and I said, "Well, this can't be it." And I went over and asked the janitor. I said, "Is this?" He goes, "Oh yeah, we had we everything in our basements ruined, uh, part of the first floor." I said, uh, "Where did the water come from? Are you near a brook or something?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "Where did the water come from? Out of the sky. <laughs> it came out of the sky, yeah. and then sat here for a couple of minutes before it drained or drained That's, and ran down the hill. We all had, and that. we got flood. And I'm like, whoa! So you you know you don't know what's going to flood." Or what kind of storm we're going to have. Yeah. Or what, you know, it's just a, a difference. And, you know, we talked about this, uh, you know, in the past. It's the uh, the coastal creep is what it's called. And all the coastal, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to, we have to move away from the, the coast, you know. There's a, the, the, the police station. That's a new band. <laughs> the, well, the police station down in Mimarnik has a file called coastal creep. creep. <laughs> <laughs> they got them under surveillance. <clears throat> But yeah, hardening our infrastructure. Hardening. Our, look at the trains. We we've talked about the train lines, especially the one that's going up to uh, uh, Croton. You yeah. know, it goes right there along the the river. The Hudson line. The, the Hudson. Line. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the Hudson Line. It goes right up along the river there, and it's it's just if you feel like you could reach out and touch, you can't. But yeah. that that's in uh, a dire situation. After after you know. Sandy, when I was uh, working for the TV station, I remember t- a great picture we had. Oh God, uh, on the track, a big big luxury yacht sitting on the middle of the tracks. Yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah. it yeah. just floated it, right on up there. Yeah. So. And now uh, we talk about uh, that the highway to Key West, right? They didn't. The state of Florida did a study saying what what can we do to harden and rescue the Key West Highway? What do they call it officially? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know. Anyway. but that's another one. That, that, that's yeah, very. It's it just runs but like the, right but the, above the, the water. The answer is Nothing. we can't. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so write it, it off. So at some point in the future, it's a done deal that. No more driving to Key West. It'll be just something they used to do because that was when the water was lower. Mm-hmm. It's officially called the Overseas Highway. The Overseas Highway. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the the the, uh, the IT team and uh, research staff were working on that crack. The crack staff. The right. crack staff. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so you know things are things are fading, and then so you got to wonder. What's the future of the Hudson Line? How long is that? I mean, uh, what uh, what about our sub? Certain parts of our subways got to be uh, in trouble. Tunnels, all the tunnels in oh, New York City. That picture. Yeah. There's a guy. Uh, there's a, 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 guy, a photographer who's very proud of himself who got a picture of the water coming over the uh, the battery uh, during mm-hmm. a Sandy, and then making the U-turn and going straight down the battery tunnel, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and he was proud of himself because uh, the current <laughs> almost took him down the battery tunnel. Uh, yeah. So it was uh, it was a really a remarkable uh, shot. Um, a guy risked his life to get it. And, then I, and that was like, that's science fiction stuff. Mm-hmm. Science fiction. You know, I don't, uh, I don't know what to say about the future. You yeah. optimistic, Peter? I am optimistic. I am optimistic. It's we're, it, resiliency is a key word these days, and. You know, I, I tell you know some of my climate change denying friends. I like yeah, look. It's happening. I think what you should think and look about and, and talk about and look into is how are we going to fix this, or how how are we going to be resilient? The hardening of this ho- uh, structure, you know, this movement. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. And there's a lot of great jobs that are going to come out of this, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a better environment. So you know, especially in the. Um, the state bill. There's a lot of bills that are around clean water mm-hmm. and water and, and water and air. So there's going to be a lot of ancillary benefits from doing all this work besides just keeping the carbon out of the mm-hmm. out of the sky. Okay, eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. If you want to weigh in uh, with your hopes, your fears, your uh, predictions, mm-hmm. your uh, you want a naysay? You can call up a naysay if you like. We're not we're not afraid of that. Uh, the WRCR, WRCR.com. Uh, we t- tough times with Lou Young here. Let's talk about energy rates now because um, we mentioned at the top what will it cost to stay cool? What will it cost to stay warm? We we got quite a shock this year with the with the power rates. They went up dramatically, mm-hmm. and uh, we had uh, we had issues with um, with folks who were uh, able to um, arrange for alternative energy sources for most of our, uh, um, for many of our customers. And then uh, suddenly the energy became so scarce, so expensive that uh, they couldn't, couldn't line the funding up, couldn't line the supplies. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, we, we got sticker shock uh, in the wintertime 
Um, the sticker shock continued somewhat through the summer. And in talking to a, an unidentified uh, utility source yesterday who uh, did not want to uh, go on for the record but said, listen, folks, don't get uh, lulled into complacency by a gentler September bill because uh, mm-hmm. you're not burning a lot of energy right now. So you're going to get catch a break on this next bill, but um, winter is going to be painful because uh, the war in Ukraine is not going away. The price of gas is not going down. The competition for uh, the available energy is uh, is substantial, mm-hmm. and that drives up the price. So uh, we're going to be paying a lot more. So we have to figure out how to conserve our energy, how to conserve our consumption, and um, how much we can pay for. And what are we going to do going down the road? Some of the promising things, and you and I have talked about this before, is the the new energy that's coming up. You know, the, mm-hmm. the offshore wind. I've been to two of these offshore wind conferences, and mm-hmm. and deals are being made. This is happening. It's not just some pie in the sky. It's actually in the works already. Mm-hmm. You know, this it's mostly off the off the the, the coast here. Um, uh, off the coast of uh, Montauk, but all the way down, uh, all the way down to uh, North Carolina, massive trillions of dollars being put into this uh, investment into the offshore wind. But then, our, you know, just our solar too. We have a pretty good solar uh, array here across uh, New York State, and um, and then it's transmission lines, getting that getting that renewable energy to the people that need it and want it uh, in these heavily populated areas like New York City, Westchester, Rockland, and of course the Holy Grail for general generation of energy is to generate it where you use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so if you if you uh, got solar panels and you're using the solar panels right around where the solar panels are, well, you don't need transmission lines to take <laughs> the power anywhere. It doesn't take a lot of infrastructure. So we talk about microgrids. Microgrids, yeah. And uh, that's, uh, that's a situation that they are working on uh, in California. Uh, there's a solar company uh, out there uh, that is... Uh, trying to get the uh, legislature there to uh, uh, approve a microgrid uh, for um, uh, Sonova Energy, uh, is what it's called, uh, near uh, Lake Tahoe. And uh, they, you know, they want to do it. Now, it it, it, it hasn't worked always in the past, but the technology was not what it is now. And and the price is coming down, and more to the point, the battery storage is becoming much more efficient. Battery storage is a key because you know the energy that we're talking about is they call it intermittent because mm-hmm. you know if it's not the wind's not blowing you're not getting any energy. If sun's not shining we're not getting any energy. So storing that when you are making the energy and then using when you want it that's a key component of this. And and the, the uh, aftermarket for car batteries uh, is uh, where many of those could go. In other words, that's right. When a car battery, I mean, the cars will go. The electric cars will go for 500,000 miles, uh, yeah. uh, but the batteries will wear out at some point. And, and, and they don't wear out completely. I, yeah. I, know, I know where you're going with this, and we've never even talked about this, but, yeah, they'll lose some of their, their ability to, you know, they don't have the um, range that they used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're down to 75%, yeah. but that's still really good, and yeah, they're yeah. taking those batteries and yeah, putting them in your house, yeah. and they still have value. So the know? battery is not uh, maybe uh, optimal for running a car. Right. But it will store energy, and you put mm-hmm. it in a rack yep, exactly. near these solar panels, and it'll save up uh, energy and keep the lights on uh, that night when the grid goes down. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that's um, yeah. So I have solar. I have. I have it'll be uh, three years in September. I haven't paid one dime for any electricity except for the the delivery. I have to 
Con Ed has a 17, I think it maybe it's $18 fee just to be connected to the grid every month. But that's all I pay. I haven't paid. And I and when I put the solar up, I thought, ah, it'll, it'll cover 75, 85%. You know, that's yeah. fine. It's covering 100% straight up. And, on your and, roof? On my roof, yeah. yeah. And then I have an electric car. So that's that. And now, you know, <laughs> when you're running a, um, a, a municipality, yeah, like a Clarkstown or Mamaroneck, yeah, I mean, and uh, and you can do that. I mean, that's a chunk of taxpayer money that doesn't have to go to pay to the uh, utility company. Yeah. And um, George Homan uh, over in Clarkstown, which is a, he's got, uh, he corrected me, 90,000 people in that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks he can get his municipal operations off the grid by 2025. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's a big boon to the taxpayers mm-hmm. of Clarkstown. Yeah. So um, we, have uh, we have Nina on the line. Nina Orville. Well, introduce us. Uh, my good friend, Nina Orville. I mean, uh, long before I actually joined the government, I was in the private sector. And, uh, but I always felt like I really wasn't doing enough, you know, for my community. And I, and I, I started up the Eastchester Environmental Committee and. Um, over uh, in a southern uh, Westchester, and but then I said, well, that's not good enough because the town's right next to us. It's, mm-hmm. We're all in this. The, the air doesn't stop right at the town border of Eastchester. Right. So I was looking at a regional aspect, and and I hooked up with Nina, who was thinking the exact same thing, of 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 making this more of a regional aspect. And um, Nina and I have known each other for a long time and worked towards. Uh, um, you know, c- helping to create sustainable Westchester, which has been just fantastic. She's going to talk about that. Say Nita's hi, a real Nita. good friend. She's she's the one. Say hi, hi Nita. Hi, Peter. Hi, Lou. I'm pleased to be here with you today. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Dobbs Ferry, just across the river from from where you're broadcasting from. Excellent, excellent. And a beautiful day today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, I'm so happy to have the chance to, to speak with you. As, as Peter was saying, um, we have worked together for a long time on environmental sustainability issues in, in the region. And I'm thrilled that um, Peter is a member of the board of directors of um, Sustainable Westchester and that Westchester County itself is one of our 45 um, municipal members of the organization Sustainable Westchester. Okay, so let's talk us through it real quickly. Sure. In a a nutshell, what it is that you do and provide. And recently there have been issues with the ability to to execute your mission and and the the sheer price of energy that, that even... Even any version of it is going to be expensive. Uh, so, so maybe you can maybe you can you address that uh, that conundrum we're facing right now. Sure, sure. I'm happy to do that. So, first, just to give you a little bit of background, Sustainable Westchester was founded. Uh, its predecessors were were founded um, uh, about a dozen years ago, and um, as as Peter indicated, it was created in recognition of the fact that if communities are working together, they will uh, be more effective, more efficient, and they'll be able to to bring the the benefits of that um, collective action to everybody. So um, the organization was, was created. Our members are the municipalities of Westchester County, and um, we design and implement programs to benefit 
our municipalities and their communities. And a lot of the work that we do is focused on accelerating adoption of clean energy and is very much aligned with New York State's climate goals, which, um, as you probably know, and as you have perhaps been, di- been discussing today, are, are really at the forefront of um, aggressive climate action um, in, in the United States. From a practical standpoint, though, the person who um, has a, a house or an apartment uh, pays their bill, uh, they either uh, sign up with a uh, uh, with uh, um, ESCO ESCO with one of one of the one of these folks uh, these, these arrangements, or if the community has signed on, they can opt in or opt out. But um, the the electricity, I mean, it seems silly, but the it's the same electricity. Electricity is the same, right? I mean, it's just a matter of uh, of paperwork and, and arranging where it comes from. Am I correct? Uh, that that's true to some degree. So. What you're talking about is a kind of program called community choice aggregation. Mm -hmm. And Sustainable Westchester is the first entity in New York State to essentially pioneer that kind of program in in New York. Um, We have a program called Westchester Power, which um, 29 of our municipal members participate in. And essentially what that does is enable um, uh, municipalities to designate the default source of electricity. So so where does the electricity come from, uh, Nina? I mean, uh, physically, uh, these wind farms upstate, uh, is it hydroelectric, uh, solar, what is it? Yeah, it's New York State Hydro. New York State Hydro. These are the the big big, uh, uh, um, uh, turbines. Oh, uh, up along the St. Lawrence kind of thing? Uh, yes, I, I believe so. We, we, are, we are not involved in contracting with the individual hydro mm-hmm. um, producers. Mm-hmm. We work with, with a company that does that, but um, it's all certified 100% New York hydro. One, um, one thing I was amazed of, Lou, is how many hydro uh, uh, hydroelectric uh, projects, programs, in uh, infrastructure, places, they're all over New York yeah. State. You know, you, you and I think of Niagara Falls yeah. and along the St. Lawrence, but sure. it's, it's really all over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's one, there's one great spot. I always forget where it is. It's, it's, a, it's a place where that when they have excess energy, they, they pump water up onto a, a high reservoir and then there's uh, a lot of places to do that. Yeah, and then and then when when uh, they they need more energy, they let the water down and they they regenerate it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a way to store electricity. Yeah, with using gravity. It's yeah, Candlewood Candle yeah. Lake does that up, yeah. up in uh, Connecticut. A lot of places. Yes, and and that is um, critically important. That aspect of energy storage, because if we're going to achieve the the goals of transitioning fully over to renewable energy, we, we can't um, expect that the sun will always be shining or the wind will always be, be blowing um, to the extent necessary to, to provide the required power to the grid. So having um, sources of energy storage that can supplement 
those other forms of renewable energy are really critical, and you're, you're, you're pointing to, to a key aspect of that. On average, how much of our energy is generated that way as opposed to um, uh, setting stuff on fire? That's a good question. Well, so New York State, as I mentioned, has extremely ambitious goals in, in that regard. Yeah. Um, moving to 100% zero emission electricity by 2040. Um, and currently, we're at something like 27 percent. Mm-hmm. So there's a long way to go in in a, a, a short period of time. And we're lucky to live in a state that um, takes the need to address the climate crisis really seriously, and that is putting resources behind it. And Happily, the federal government is, is now doing the same as well. And so um, I expect to see a real acceleration mm-hmm. of renewable energy production and, and use. And we're really proud at Sustainable Westchester that Westchester municipalities have embraced the, the need to do that and have really stepped into a leadership role to... Um, accelerate that that transition well we can i think people can feel the change happening the climate change it's not that much that uh, anybody wants to debate it anymore it's about uh, how we react to it and uh, and you know and the reality is will our mitigation efforts have any real effect if somebody else isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing so um when uh, the part of our our energy let's say the uh, the 30 uh, what Thirty percent, thirty, yeah, well, or the um, this, no, the seventy percent uh, oh. uh, that, that that is generated by fossil fuels or, or, or not generated by the um, by the wind. I mean, we're, that's that, that's what uh, um, oil powered plants, gas powered plants. What is it? It's predominantly in New York natural gas mm-hmm. with a range of other fuel sources. I got it. And um, that's why you are also starting to see a, a real spiking of electricity prices because mm-hmm. natural gas is a, a, a primary driver in that regard of, of uh, it's it's a key component of the price of generating because it's, electricity. A, wor- it's a world market we, we uh, even if we want to buy it here we're gonna have to compete with people in Europe who might be willing to pay a whole lot more for it right that's exactly correct and so the the cost of natural gas has more than tripled over the last 18 months mm. And is is um, just a key factor in increasing prices. And the United States has started exporting its its natural gas, as as you're you're indicating, Lou. And so that's putting more upward pressure on the price because um, in Europe they pay multiples of what we do for for natural gas. Now the, um, the, the this is mostly fracked natural gas. Am I correct? That is largely correct. I don't know what the percentage is. Yeah. But. And so uh, it always occurred to me that uh, with these pipelines that the, that the companies love to build, to get the, uh, the fracked natural gas to the coast, that's for export. Uh, if we didn't uh, have those pipelines, perhaps they would have to sell it here. At a, at a reduced price, just a yeah, thought. Yeah, so the, there, are, there are terminals that have been created to um, produce liquid natural gas, yeah. which is what, what is then exported. Yeah. Um, 
and and again that factors immediately into the the, the price that that we all pay yeah. here and you you can really see these days when you read the 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 news just how connected we all are so the the war in in Ukraine has caused Russia to um, limit or in some cases just shut down its its exports to uh, to Europe and that is creating a crisis in in Europe and causing the United States to sort of step up and um, com- commit to supporting our allies through provision of um, more natural gas. All right, and, so what kind, of, what, what, what kind of winter are we going to have? What are the bills going to look like, you think? Yeah, so um, the futures markets indicate that the rates are going to be very high for electricity this winter. We, we can't know. The, the rates are not, the utility rates are not set in advance. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see whether those um, predictions of uh, those that are setting the futures markets are, are correct. But um, certainly prices are going to be much higher, I, I, would, I would venture to say, than they, than they have been in the past. Um, and that is reflected if you, if you look at rates from ESCO's companies that um, offer alternative sources of electricity supply to, to consumers. Um, and, and you take a look at what the rates are, uh, you know, for fixed rate contracts. They, they are, um, in some cases, up around 20 cents. Prepare for pain. Even higher than that. So it's it's going to be much more expensive. Um, I I think it's safe to say, again, we we can't know for sure until we we see the electricity bills. All right. We're going to. Peter wants to ch- chat with you a little bit about volatility. Here. Yeah, volatility. Just actually, more about the uh, Westchester Power, the the hiatus that went on here for the summer, and uh, the fact that uh, we just had a fantastic press release coming out that we're back in business as of November first. Can you um, you know expound on that a little bit for us? Sure. So um, Westchester Power, as I mentioned, is that program that allows municipalities to to set an alternate default. Um, electricity supply for residents, and um, we have 24 Westchester municipalities that have been on an, a, a contract together in that regard. And during um, the earlier months of this year, there was just tremendous volatility in the electricity markets. And so we had uh, a contract for those 24 municipalities that um, ended in June and we were initially unable to, to get a, uh, a new contract in place for those participating municipalities to yeah. simply continue in the program. I remember that, yep. Yeah, and so um, the residents in those 24 municipalities defaulted back to Con Ed as the, the source of electricity, and we have just put a new contract in place for them that will start November 1st. Um, the, the contract reflects the, the fact that the energy markets have um, changed significantly since the, the prior contract. 
so the rates are um, significantly higher than they were for the the previous contract. Renewable is just over 15 cents a kilowatt hour, and standard supply, um, the the predominantly non-renewable option that we also offer is just over 13 cents. Mm. But the good news is that the program, um, which offers fixed rates, in this case it's a a two-year contract, really serves as um, an insurance policy or a price cap for residents in those communities because people can um, opt out of the program at any time and they can opt back in um, with no penalty or fees. And they can change from renewable to standard if they choose. So essentially it's a way for municipalities to provide another vetted energy choice to their residents. You've given us something to think about here, Nina. We, um, uh, we, what's they say in Game of Thrones? Winter is coming, huh? That's right. That's right. So we're glad to have the program back in place. Here we go. We're, we're, gl- we're glad you're we back. This winter. We got yeah. we got Billy Strings warming up oh, here boy. with a song. Uh, Billy. Uh, taking wa- uh, taking water, which is about uh, well, just how much trouble are we in? We got George Patanovic scribbling furiously here for a report from the Hudson Valley. Uh, he's going to um, be doing that, and then uh, but after this song, we'll uh, hear news from the natural world from Savitri D uh, from the Church of Stop Shopping. Great thing. So listen. To all this let's talk when we come back let's talk okay let's talk when we come back all right let's talk listen grab a cup nothing of left but memories things you still can't stand to see there's an empty spot in me where my hometown used to be this old world is taking water won't be long Going down. 
From the natural world, I'm Savitri D. The Vibrant Oceans Initiative presented their white paper on the future of coral reefs this week. Forecasts show that coral reef ecosystems around the globe key to huge numbers of marine species and a source of food, livelihoods, and cultural heritage for half a billion people are likely to become functionally degraded by 2050 if the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement are not met. Even with drastic emission reductions to ensure global warming is kept within 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, up to 90% of the world's corals could still vanish in the next three decades. Brain activity and structure in transgender adolescents more closely resembles the typical activation patterns of their desired gender, according to new research. The findings suggest that differences in brain function may occur early in development and that brain imaging may be a useful tool for earlier identification of transgenderism in young people. People may be willing to condone statements they know to be false and even spread misinformation on social media if they believe those statements could become true in the future, according to research published by the American Psychological Association. Whether the situation involves a politician making a controversial statement, a business stretching the truth in an advertisement, or a job seeker lying about their professional skills on a resume, people who consider how a lie might become true subsequently think it is less unethical to tell because they judge the lie's broader message as truer. A new study reveals that elephant babies are able to keep up with the herd straight after birth. Elephant herds do not slow down for mothers who've just given birth, according to new research from the University of Oxford in collaboration with Save the Elephants. Elephants need to keep moving in order to find the amount of food and water they need to survive. So how do families manage with new babies? The secret lies with the 22-month gestation period. That sees mature baby elephants emerge from the womb able to keep up with the family from the day they're born. The findings published in Animal Behavior show the average daily speed of the mother did not significantly change during pregnancy, birth, or when moving with a newborn calf, except for a small dip in daily speed on the day of birth itself. In fact, the speed on the day before the elephant gave birth and the day after were not different from the yearly average speed. An enzyme with an elusive role in severe inflammation may be a key mechanism driving COVID-19 severity and could provide a new therapeutic target to reduce COVID-19 mortality, according to a study published in the Journal of Clinical Investigation. Researchers analyzed blood samples from two COVID-19 patient cohorts 
and found that circulation of the enzyme secreted phospholipase A2 group 2A, or SPLA2 2A, may be the most important factor in predicting which patients with severe COVID-19 eventually succumb to the virus. SPLA2 2A, which has similarities to an active enzyme in rattlesnake venom, is found in low concentrations in healthy individuals and has long been known to play a critical role in defense against bacterial infections, destroying microbial cell membranes. When the activated enzyme circulates at very high levels, it has the capacity to shred the membranes of vital organs. A new study from UC Davis addresses the overlapping stressors facing nine whale species in California waters. The study examines the main causes of death for whale species in the California current ecosystem, which stretches from British Columbia, Canada to Baja, California, Mexico. The whales considered in the study include humpback, gray, blue, fin, minke, say, sperm, North Pacific right, and killer whales. The California Ocean Protection Council aims to develop a plan for achieving zero mortality for whales in the California current ecosystem this year. Achieving such a goal requires understanding the key drivers of whale deaths, opportunities for policy change, and coordinated management across the ecosystem. The report found that five main contributors to whale mortality are currently targeted with relevant policy responses, entanglements, vessel strikes, noise, water quality, and marine debris, but three other threats, nutritional stress, disease, and predation, need to also be considered to provide a more holistic approach towards managing whale death. The Biden administration moved Tuesday to revive America's troubled nuclear power industry, with $6 billion in subsidies aimed at continued operation of financially strapped plants. The launch of the program, part of the administration's strategy to fight climate change, would bail out operators of plants in economic distress. The program is funded through the infrastructure package President Biden signed into law last year. U.S. nuclear power plants contribute more than half of our carbon-free electricity, and President Biden is committing to keeping those plants active to reach our clean energy goals, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said in a statement. While nuclear power is considered by some to be carbon neutral, it has long been controversial among climate activists because of the other environmental risks associated with it. Scientists are using simulations to find that climate change is altering the mechanics of surface ocean circulations, making them faster and thinner. These changes can have a ripple effect in the ocean, affecting the transport of the nutrients organisms need as well as that of microorganisms themselves. Swifter currents may also affect the processes by which the ocean removes carbon and heat from the atmosphere and protects the planet from excessive atmospheric warming. In South Africa, the heaviest rains in decades pummeled the KwaZulu-Natal province, killing more than 300 people and causing billions of rand worth of damages to properties and infrastructure. Torrential rainfall caused mudslides which trapped people under buildings. Officials described the event as one of the worst weather storms in the history of South Africa. President Cyril Ramaphosa said the flooding was a catastrophe of enormous proportions. First indications are that about one month of average rainfall occurred over one or two days. The war in Ukraine is compounding a hunger crisis across East Africa as drought grips the region and food prices soar, aid agencies have warned. The Horn of Africa is facing one of its most severe droughts in recent history. 
Three consecutive rainy days have failed to materialize since October 2020, and below average rainfall is forecast again through the end of May. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is making things worse by impeding the wheat trade. The two countries account for about a quarter of the world's wheat exports. That includes the supply of around 90% of East Africa's imported wheat. Wheat accounts for a third of the average national cereal consumption in East Africa, 84% of which is met by imports. Wheat prices have soared 80% since the invasion and further disruption is expected. In Ethiopia, a week after the Russian invasion, the price of sunflower oil rose by 215%. A drought over four consecutive rainy seasons would be unprecedented since records began around 1920. Savitri D, news from the natural world. A lot of it pretty grim. A lot of it pretty grim. Reminding everybody, we're here with Peter McCart, Director of Energy and Conservation Sustainability for Westchester County, Vice Chair of the New York State Climate Action Committee. And we've got Nina Orville on the phone, also Executive Director of Sustainable Westchester. And joining us, Janet Harkham, the Chair for the Climate Reality Project. And I like that, Janet. Climate reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what. Tell us what that. What do you. What do you do? You, you just go up to people and hit them over the head and say, you know, wake up, get, get with the program, get real. If that worked, we'd be doing it. But no, no, really, what it is. Uh, Al Gore has an organization called Climate Reality Project where he trains people all over the world to yeah. to uh, basically learn about contemporary climate science about the social and economic issues related to race and uh, social equity, environmental equity. And he trains locally and worldwide so people can learn as much as they possibly can about the facts about science and climate science. And then we turn around and try to educate. There's about 140 chapters in the United States. Yeah. Um, and Westchester Chapter is one of them. It's all volunteer run, and so each chapter comes up with its own mission and its own vision. And it and you know, to be fair, I'm a co-chair, not a chair chair. But okay. regardless, it's a group of amazing people who've learned a lot and are interested in, in climate solutions. And as time goes on, and when we started this show uh, in. When did we start this show, Kevin? In January. January, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we were concerned that people were going to call up and say, uh, uh, no such thing as climate change, it's weather. Yeah, you know, we started out feeling worried about that and going everywhere. I went all over schools, etc. It's less and less deniable. Yeah, but, you know, but exactly. All of a sudden, I mean, it's like, you know, you... Don't deny. I mean, you, okay. Let's say it's not as bad as you think, or you're overblowing it, or whatever. Mm. But uh, but nobody nobody seems to be denying it. Uh, well, I, I mean, the heat right now worldwide. Pakistan is underwater. Yes. You know, you look at any time there is no fire season in California. There's fires yes. all the time in California. Yes. Most of the most of the electrical events come with no moisture. Yeah, yeah. It's there's rain bombs. Like as the as the atmosphere heats up, it can hold more moisture. But then it gets to a tipping point, and then just one little wafer thin mint, and then it creates the, these rain bombs rain or bombs, these large yeah, yeah. rain events that, that, that's the, the, are way the, bigger than what we ever have had before. Ida. And yeah, yeah. Ida, exactly. Ida. And I mean, they're eight larger. and a half inches in three hours. I mean, you know, right. Yeah, and part of that, it's just if you really just 
go out a little bit. The globe, the planet itself, from the top of the, the I think it's the stratosphere. Yeah. It's, the, it's basically where all of our weather and air is that we breathe. Okay. It's only from the top of the Earth to the top of that is only about seven miles. And so all the pollution, all the weather, all the the water, moisture, all the air, all the, you know, greenhouse gases, methane, everything sits within this seven-mile tiny little rim around the Earth. And it's just, you know, no kid would have any problem realizing that there's just not enough room in there for the radiation to get back out of the atmosphere. It bounces into the Earth and heats us up. It needs we need some of it or else it wouldn't be habitable here, but then it, it needs to bounce back out, and it can't. So that's why we're heating up. The oceans are heating up, and then, mm-hmm. the, then, then the weather patterns and the winds all are messed up, and the vortex is messed up, and everything's all cattywampus, mm-hmm. and it's going to take a long time if we stop currently using fossil fuels mm-hmm. and switching over to reabsorb a lot of that carbon. All right. Well, we're, 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 um, we think we, th- well, we got the, me- I guess we're preaching to the choir here. And this is, yeah, but yeah, it still yeah. doesn't hurt to remind ourselves, they you know, that it's, it's just not, not really that. Well, some additional things here. We've got Mr. Uh, Patan- George Patanovic. Uh, jo- uh, George, say hi to, uh, say hi to Janet. Hello, Janet. This is George Patanovic. <laughs> hi, George. Hi. Uh, George, George is, uh, has got a uh, kind of a Hudson Valley report of a, a, a potpourri of things that are going on here. He is with the Stony Point Action Committee for the Environment. Space. Otherwise known as Space. 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 Yeah. Luke, I, really, I really have two items from Rockland County that are specific. You know, Rockland County is a little unique in that we don't get reservoir water from upstate New York. We get what rains in the county, so we have to be a little more cautious. We've had issues in the past about uh, sources of water. The, the water company tried to build a desalination plant in the Hudson, which we stopped with the idea of moving more towards conservation. Um, so we enacted a, a stage two water emergency about two weeks ago, about mid-August, and uh, the county executive sent out a press release recently saying that we reduced water usage by 14% in the past two weeks, which was pretty good. Um, people are now restricted from watering lawns. Uh, they can only wa- uh, water lawns twice a week on odd and even days based on their house number. Um, uh, there's concerns about landscape uh, watering also you know, every other day, gardens and landscapes. Um, no water served in restaurants. You know, a lot of water gets wasted. People put it on the table and just throw it out, right? So we're trying to be more cu- cautious with how we use water, which we should always be doing, not during uh, only a drought emergency. Uh, so we have to ask for water if you want it at a restaurant. Um, no washing uh, pavement. You know, people take water and just wash their pavement with the water, <laughs> which I've never quite understood, but I, that's something else you can't do right now. Uh, and any leaks that you have, uh, you know, whether the bathroom leaks or whatever, you're supposed to repair within uh, 48 hours. There's also a 20, one of the things we got enacted as a result of fighting the desal plant was to have the Public Service Commission enact some restrictions on people's overuse of water. And those that overuse water, large water users, end up getting a 25% surcharge. Um, on their water bills. So that's another way to uh, encourage people to use less water. Um, another another issue that's within the news since back in July 4th weekend, uh, Harriman State Park, which I live near, uh, Lake Welch, 
uh, has a harmful algae bloom, which they call an HAB. Uh, and uh, you notice up in the park that a lot of the trees are all scorched at the top, too, so the water is a big issue in the park. But this, this, this uh, algae bloom, supposedly, I spoke to the PIPC director, Joshua Laird, uh, this week, and uh, it's due to climate, uh, it's due to the sustained temperature of the water is affecting the quality of the lake water, which makes you, he's never seen anything like this before. Usually these algae blooms are gone within a short period of time and they just really affect a portion of the lake. It caused the, the Lake Welch, which is a popular place for people to go to, since July, just before July 4th, closed the whole season. And uh, they want to treat it with a peroxide treatment, but due to the supply chain problems, they couldn't get the peroxide. So they're using this shaking algae with an ultrasonic waves as a way to break up the algae and have it move to the bottom of the lake. But this is almost all experimental at this point. We haven't seen anything this large before, and I guess the concern could be that it could happen to other lake or water sources around too. So this is not maybe isolated just to Rockland County. So we don't sometimes know the results of some of these impacts of climate change, and maybe we're seeing some different ones here that are, that are, <laughs> that are adding to the list of things that we have to be concerned about. But those are the two that I wanted to mention. Thank you, George. And we want to remind you that you're listening to WRCR AM 1700 in Haverstraw, New York. And you can hear us on uh, the radio or WRCR.com. Uh, what, what do you do? You say, uh, hey, Siri, play WRCR, and, and, and it comes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it does the smartest thing it'll ever do, which right. is play the station. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to say, play tough times, too. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the name of the show... <laughs> the name of the show is Tough Times with Lou Young. Who was that that just talked to? Who was that? Oh, Jack. Wait, what? Siri's <laughs> oh, uh, no. got. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> hey, Siri, how are you? <laughs> All right. That's terrific. That was. And I know that's good. Oh, we had Siri's called in as a guest. That's uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, 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 I guess so. You, you know, because I, I normally normally on Saturday she hangs out with Alexa. They have a, a, <laughs> they, they have a, a <laughs> smart speaker meeting. Smart speaker they have meeting. a smart speaker meeting. In any any event, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Siri, you actually are eavesdropping on everything we say, right, all the time. You could turn the mic off on them. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, we are um, we're continuing our uh, little adventure here. Um, I was gonna play uh, Reverend Billy and the Church of Stop Shopping, but I, I think we're just gonna keep going here because uh, we're having too good a time. Uh, and uh, next week we're gonna um, we're gonna do a, we're gonna load up on Reverend Billy. I, if you're not familiar with Reverend Billy. Um, you know what? I thought he was going to be a guest today. He's going to be a guest at 2.30. Oh, let, yeah. Let's play the beginning of the show just so people get a feel for what Reverend Billy is. A Billy's teaser. Right. A teaser. All right, here we go. All right, hold on. <laughs> this uh, is, this is what here. you got. You got to hear this. You guys got to hear this. This All is right, this uh, is Reverend Billy, the Church of Stop Shopping. All right, one here moment here. Uh, all right, uh, we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting, getting there. We're getting there. You can do it before he comes on, too. This is called uh, user error. It's called user error. The, the show number fifty-three. <laughs> anyway, he's he, he, he. It's I find it delightful radio, very inventive, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he's uh, an anti-consumerist, which is really a lot of what drives. Here we go. Here it is. It's Earth Riot Radio, and I'm Reverend Billy. Come on in. This is the Earth Church. How are you? In today's twenty-nine minutes. The Big Lie. Chris Smalls, who refused to tell the big lie. He is our new saint, 
Next week, September 4th at 3 p.m. New York time, we'll give you the live stream information later in the show. Chris will be inducted into fabulous sainthood by our Earth Church in the East Village here in New York City. Well, Chris lived in the... You, you, get, the, you get the impression. Now, he's, he's talking about something that's going to happen uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on uh, September 3rd. So on, um, on uh, September 4th, he'll be inducted into the uh, church's sainthood pantheon of saints. And the funny thing was, I had uh, Dr. Courtney Williams and a bunch of people on here well, for one show we were doing about uh, right. uh, incinerators and stuff and it turned out they had all they were all saints in the church's top <laughs> they knew each other they all knew each other so uh, so the, the, the reverend reverend billy is uh, he's quite a, he's got quite a mind you'll meet him a little bit later uh, the, the show is fascinating i like to listen to it uh, mesmerizing in many respects great music it's got a great chorus i mean these are these are broadway quality Voices and, and, and musicians, uh, good jazz combo. Um, the Fiery Eagles of Justice, Peter. You do you get a kick out of them? Um, I'm checking them out. Okay, and uh, and uh, you know they are uh, certainly dancing to a different drum. But uh, but what he's saying, <laughs> what he's saying is is worth hearing. And and uh, he started out about 20 years ago um, with this act. Where he was going to be, uh, he was going to be a, a kind of a revivalist preacher and kind of a, a fight back against a, a certain brand of politics, mm-hmm. and then it, it turned into anti-consumerism. And now, when you talk to him, he has a certain spirituality <laughs> about him, about the planet, and uh, it's like he's become he's become <laughs> Reverend Billy. Uh, he is Reverend Billy. He is Reverend Billy. Nothing, I mean, so he you know he gets up in the morning and goes out into uh, Prospect Park and wakes up with the animals. And he's an he's a very interesting guy and very smart guy too. Mm-hmm. And uh, his okay. uh, his uh, spouse or partner uh, Savitri D is the director of the church, and she did the uh, news from the natural world a while ago. Very well researched uh, segment. Mm-hmm. So I'm very fond of those folks, and um, and uh, we uh, we will feature them. Uh, extensively next week, but uh, in the meantime, where were we before I got off on this? Uh, we were. Well, I would like to get, get back to Janet. Uh, Janet is also uh, the president of the Hilltop Hanover Farm Friends of Group, and there's a lot of great things going on there. You, you so. got a, you got a farm, Janet? <laughs> yeah, actually, it's not mine. You know, Westchester County had the good uh, foresight, forward thinking, yeah, to purchase the purchase a farm, which is 187 acres. Um, in 2003, it, it's a 400-year-old working farm, and you know the farmland is rapidly diminishing everywhere. Suburban farmland, mm-hmm. and so this farm was preserved by the county. And yeah, I run, I run the the essentially the not-for-profit that 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 runs the farm, and we do. You know, food systems and agriculture is a tremendous drain on climate. And not only is it a drain on climate, it's people are not getting enough food. So the mission of the county farm is to grow, sell, donate food. We, we donate just tremendous mm-hmm. thousands of pounds of food. We Tons. sell amazing, yeah, yeah, like 15,000 pounds last year. And, and we have Education K-12, which is amazing because kids need to know something different than they did before. It's not just environmental education. They need sustainability education. They need to know why the tree is relevant, not just what the tree is. They need to know, you know, why it's important to have local food sources that are organic and non-toxic 
and we need to keep our food systems local, and we have a native plant. This is a big, big new new sector. Right. Um, we've got to re, you know, conservation and restoration of our native plants, get rid of all that grass, right. bring back some of our native plants. So it's not just a petting zoo. No, it's not. It's not. It's such a beautiful place, though. You'd think it, yeah. it is. You know, people come there to recreate. It's gorgeous. You know, you can see New York City from yeah. there. It's right overlooks the watershed. Hey, it's, hey, it's, Nina, you still on the line? I am. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Nina. <laughs> Hi, Janet. Hey, hey, you, you, you ever you ever been to the to the um, farm? I have, but I haven't been there for a long time. Um, You've got to come I'm back, Nina. Do for a visit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I look forward to it. All right. Well, this is great. You know, so but you know what I was mentioning too about um, you talk about climate change, you talk about um, mitigation and uh, and uh, and sustainability and, and preparation. And at some point, as the climate changes and the climate is changing, uh, what was native vegetation may not be in the future. I mean, uh, uh, who's who's keeping track of that? Well, that's interesting that you say that. There, there are eco-regions. They have regions of what our natural um, native plants are. Where, where I live is eco-region 59. There's overlap, but the reason to use native plants is because each plant has a genetically different material. You go buy native New York plants at Lowe's. It's from a cultivar. They use pesticides. Any bug that comes to it and goes to another plant spreads pesticide. These genetically diverse plants have a chance of withstanding climate change because each one will have a different adaptation. And so it's actually a natural climate solution in addition to being needed. All right. And, and, and you know, and I remember uh, I did stories as a journalist about, you know, bamboo. People like bamboo, but bamboo's a no-no, right? No-no. It's a no-no, yeah. Uh, we'll never have I mean, if you were if you had a farm and you were you were growing grasses for some purpose, but they do just take over. You know, you don't want invasive species. Well, how am I going to raise my pandas? Yeah, right. yeah I know that's a bummer, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, Nita, would you like I to got talk? My rights. I want to raise my pandas. God, I, I kind of want to release both these ladies so they can go back to their busy, busy lives. I, I just wanted to give um, Nina a chance to talk about. Uh, other programs within Sustainable Westchester beyond just, um, you know, Westchester Power and the Community Choice Aggregation. There's a lot of great things that come out of uh, Sustainable Westchester. And as a uh, board of director member, I, I, <laughs> it's incumbent upon me to promote there that we a little go. bit. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. Sure, sure. Thanks, Pete. So um, we have a whole portfolio of clean energy programs. Um, at, at Sustainable Westchester, and some of those focus on um, decarbonizing buildings, so moving uh, towards uh, heating and cooling systems that run on electricity, and then that electricity, of course, can be from renewable sources. Um, we also have a, a relatively new offering that's available to customers in Con Ed service territory that I'm very excited about. It's called Grid Rewards. And it's a kind of program called Demand Response, which is something I know you are also excited about, Pete. Yeah, I'm a big demand response guy. So yeah. I talk about this a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, so the, the, the key concept there is that 
there are certain times of the year, um, certain hours, really, of the year, where the electricity grid is under tremendous stress. If you think about a steamy August afternoon and everybody's got their air conditioners cranking, um, those are times when the utilities have to put into service the dirtiest, least efficient power plants that they otherwise just keep on standby. It's really expensive for them to run those plants. They're very polluting. They're typically located in low-income neighborhoods. Peak generators, they call them. Correct. Peaker plants. Peaker plants. Peaker plants. And so the utilities have have, um, recognized that actually it's cheaper for them to pay people to use less electricity during those critical hours than it is for them to produce that electricity. Mm-hmm. So this program grid rewards that we have at Sustainable Westchester enables people to get paid for reducing their electricity usage during those, those uh, critical hours of the, the summer. And people can get checks back for $100, $150. I received $200 back last year, over 200 just for reducing my electricity usage. I think it was for four afternoons. Um, I, I, got a, I got a vision here of Angie and Fred in the, in, in the Bronx. <laughs> and and, uh, and Angie comes home, and Fred's sitting there, and the, and the apartment's really hot. And she says, Fred, turn on the air conditioner. And he goes, no, I'm earning money here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so in the county, uh, Westchester County, the, you know, the, our, our properties, we've uh, been doing a demand response. It really started with the very large users of electricity, uh, these kind of demand response programs. And uh, we are called on by the grid, the, mm-hmm. the New York Independent service operators Mm -hmm. as well as con ed to at certain times draw down our electricity and we use a lot of electricity is is, i'm not telling anything Mm -hmm. special but our our electricity bill alone is two million dollars a month uh, and most of this is wastewater treatment plants, but a lot of different pumps and all all the buildings and everything. Two million dollars a month. So we use a lot of electricity. And we're asked and, and to and draw and that. And also, you leave the light on in the, in the restroom. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we have uh, we have t- timed out lights. But uh, so in the short four years that um, I instituted this demand response program here in uh, Westchester County, we've earned a million dollars. Wow. Yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So and I I do it at home as well, but uh, so so you're buy, you're buying lunch, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no, no, that's your money. That's your money, though. That's savings to go back to you. But demand response is a, a is a great program. I, I recommend it highly for any kind of institution. Uh, or corporation or anybody, but then on a smaller scale, now we can, as a uh, as a resident, we can uh, you know participate in these grid reward programs. Well, I, I'll tell you, and I and I had a uh, I've been having uh, off the books conversations with folks at the utility company who are uh, appropriately frightened of us <laughs> because because people tend to make them the bad guys. But you know, I I understand that the 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 uh, the power and and and, uh, and 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 the product they provide us is what we're demanding yeah. it's what we use we want uh, so right. and 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 they have no vested interest in the lights going out because they can't sell or make any money when the lights are going out they can't they, they it's their business to provide us reliable. with a reliable, reliable service yeah. when they need it so um yeah. so more and more they are part of the solution 
and, and uh, not to be considered part of the problem uh, by my way of looking at it. And, uh, and uh, so that's this part of it. I mean, paying people not to use electricity means, you know, you're just trying to avoid the problem. You're, you're trying to keep the, keep the thing going. Keep the lights on. Because I'll tell you this, folks. <laughs> I've been around. <laughs> I've been to some terrible places where things, terrible things have happened. And you turn the lights out, and the countdown clock begins. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's counting back from some number to zero. And when it gets to zero, you are now in a Mad Max movie. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and that's the thing that keeps our, our uh, civilization together. It, it, it's power. So we, we, we want to take this very seriously. Yeah. All right. So, right. What you, you, so uh, is any, uh, ladies, you got your Mad Max movie uh, costumes picked out? <laughs> Absolutely. I've got those two pictured, too. Yeah, yeah. Upcycled clothing, of course. I've got, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the Viking helmet and the, and the cross straps. Uh, never mind, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's 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 a, that's the kind of existential uh, uh, situation we're in, which is why uh, you know uh, I take this so seriously. And you gotta laugh because it's if you don't laugh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. what the heck? Life's too short. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, Sustainable Westchester has a lot of good programs. They did Solarize programs. They have the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, promoting. Um, air source and ground source heat mm-hmm. pumps, geothermal. I did want to talk about um, uh, geothermal districts, and this is combining, um, especially uh, like right now we're in a process of working with uh, the city of White Plains, mm-hmm. uh, New York Power Authority, who supplies the electricity mm-hmm. for both White Plains and us, on creating a geothermal mm-hmm. uh, district where there's multiple districts that mm-hmm. are util- utilizing geothermal. Where geothermal, the temperature down in the ground is always somewhere around 58 degrees, mm-hmm. between 56 and a half, 58 degrees. And you either have to raise, if you were looking for heat, You've already got the temperature up to 58. You only got to go mm-hmm. up to whatever, 74, yeah. 75. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, that's the principle of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but using it as a district, there's actually one in, um, in process right now down in Mount Vernon. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some new new construction going on there, and they're looking at uh, geo uh, geothermal district down there. Peter, and, I think I think the Bear Mountain Inn has geothermal, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they you know who's got geothermal? My, my, an my Austin th- Library, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. St. Patrick's Cathedral. Oh, well, there you go. St. Patrick's Cathedral has 12 deep wells that are uh-huh. down in the basement. So it's, it's geothermal in St. Patrick's. That's See. pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. The, yeah. the heat weighed down under St. Patrick's yeah. 50, what, 51? What is the actual <laughs> <laughs> Who's helping him with that? Uh, the the uh, 51 degrees, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, around 51 yeah. degrees. So yeah. you're not raising or lowering it all that much. Right. It's like yeah. you, it's already at that temperature. You just mm-hmm. got to raise it up or yeah. lower you know, it. Yeah. You know, and or and how, it much, how much more sense does that make than setting stuff on fire? You know, I mean, uh, it makes a ton of sense. It's yeah. just there all the time. It's just like yeah. the water, the water, you know, like hydro, you know, the, and the wind blows and the sun shines. Let's use all this yeah, power yeah. and, and Bring it together. You know? All right. right. Simple. It's simple. Right, Janet? It's, it's simple. We're, we're yeah, also, you go ahead, sorry, Janet. Go ahead. Did we leave anything out, Nina? No, I think we covered a lot of ground. It was a wonderful conversation. Thank you. I appreciate it. We appreciate the work that you do. And um, we, you know, we're going to try and get, you know, everybody on board. But what happens is that we, we all get caught up in our little um, interest silos, and uh, we're not really paying attention to uh, the big picture, and uh, we need to figure out that it's all connected. So uh, uh, we hope uh, we hope you can help continue to help us with that, Nina Orville. 
Thank you. Thank you. And that's the goal is to make it easier for everybody to, to participate and do their part. Executive Director of Sustainable Westchester, I'm glad you're back in the contract business. We're happy about that. Thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Have that's a wonderful great. afternoon. It's great to hear from Nina. You know, Rockland County is trying to get more communities involved in Rockland Community Power, so not oh. all of them are right now, yeah. but we have several of the villages, and the towns of Orangetown and Clarkstown are both, and we're trying to get the town of Stony Point to uh, look at it and, and consider it, because it's, you know, all the benefits and things. It's good, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Nina said, uh, Westchester was the first one. We were yeah. the very first one, and we were yeah. kind of the pilot. Oh, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, uh, and, and, then, uh, no. and even though it was lower, I think it was around 7%, uh, 7 cents per kilowatt hour, yeah. and it's going to be obviously around twice that now. Even if it was the same or a little more, we're doing the right, we're moving in the right direction. That's right. You know, even if it was the same amount of money, That's right. <laughs> well, it's a benefit to do this. You know, you know, this is something we should be all thinking about. It's funny, when I, I had this program, right? so I was talking to Kevin about it, I said, maybe I'll try this, yeah. this uh, thing. So I filled a little card out, yeah, yeah. I sent it in, and then next month the bill comes in, and the bill was like through the yeah. roof. I'm yeah. like, what did I do, right? <laughs> so I call up Con Ed, yeah. and I go, what is this? And the guy says, uh, well, let me look up here. He goes, uh, well, uh, okay, we can take you off that. Yeah, take me off that. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm I'm as green as the next guy, but I don't yeah. want to get get hammered. He goes, yeah. well, you actually you saved forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I go. All well, the rates went he up. He goes, he goes. Well, why is my bill so high? He goes, well, your bill's so high because you're using an awful lot of energy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 what happened was, I, I had a um, uh, in the in the place I rent. There's a gas. Uh, fireplace, right? Right. Uh, so you know, and it and it serves a function. It it, it, it heats that corner of the apartment, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is on on the edge, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Where it would be uh, cool. Yeah. And it gets very cold there. Yeah. So I had made, and it went. It was broken. We we're waiting for a repair, and I had made up for that with three space heaters. Oh. So the space heaters and the space heaters cost a mint to run. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. That's so, um, uh, so, you know, yeah, I was. I said, take the space heaters, put them away. Get out some blankets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put on some more clothes. Put on some more clothes and let's stop uh, complaining. You know, so I think it. your house may need some energy efficiency if it's that cold. Well, it, it's an apartment, and uh, and it was during a particularly cold part of the uh, of the uh, winter. And the the uh, issue is that if you just turn the heat up, then part of the part of the apartment's very. Well, uh, if you if you if you if you uh, heated to to comfort in that part of the uh, apartment. When you go upstairs, you're going to be ro be roasting. Yeah. So it was an yeah. That's well, those exactly those yeah. building incentives for so for so we uh, we uh, apartment building. Yeah. So that was it. But uh, but that was the that was the, uh, the the culprit. I figured it out. I was just make uh, using too much energy. It was my fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ah. It was my fault. And you know that's the thing I think people need to think about. It's not someone else's problem. It's all of us thinking about what we can personally do. You yeah, know, yeah. everyone's very quick to say, well, let's point the finger at the utility companies or let's point the finger at this or that. You know. Yeah. And I think if we adopt a feeling that try to be conserve conserve what you use, whether it's yeah. water or heat or energy, realize that you're you're able to do that on a personal level, and even though some people say it's a little bit, only a little bit, but a little bit by a lot of people makes a difference. Exactly. And also, it gets people to buy in to the fact that we're all in this together. It's not right. someone else that has to do I something. I think that was one of the good things that came out of the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not much came out of it. Yeah. But the fact that we are an Earth. I was just uh, yeah. 
Italy yeah. uh, recently, and that they're in the same exact oh, yeah. position, or they yeah. had it pretty bad there, as yeah, you yeah, recall. Yeah. But it, what I'm, my point to bringing that up is that that we're all in this together. Yeah. You see the fact that we're a, a global world. You know, it's not just these silos of uh, yeah. countries. And, and unfortunately, we're in a political situation where people want to blame everybody. You know, instead yeah. of thinking about what they can do to make a positive change. And I think yeah. that's that's the way I feel about it. You know, I'd like yeah. to see people. Hey, folks, eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. If it's uh, September 3rd where you are call on in and uh, jump in and uh, and join the conversation mm-hmm. if you like if it's mm-hmm. not September 3rd where you are like I said before you need special equipment to reach us <laughs> time and, machine and, and there's, there's somebody out on Long Island who, who I know I know wants to call <laughs> I know he does but you just know. has to dial that number yeah maybe I should maybe, I should, maybe we should call him <laughs> anyway so uh, it's alright it's alright Everybody's got a right to be shy if they want. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's get some inspiration from Billy Strings. Oh, yeah, oh Billy back Strings. to Billy. Okay. Um, uh, start it up. Start it up so we can get in. Here we go. Uh, it's good intros. I guess. Oh my gosh. This is great. I think you love it, don't you? I love it. I love it. Uh, it's you know, bluegrass. It really calmed my soul during the, the the true part of the lockdown. It was yeah. just like I rediscovered bluegrass. I come from Cincinnati, Ohio, and my yeah. dad's got bluegrass bands. I kind of left that. It was rock and roll, and now bluegrass is just the artistry is just amazing. It's a bluegrass festival uh, next Sunday uh, in Ramapo. Ramapo yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be great. Yep, this next Sunday in Ramapo. All right, let's listen to Billy, and we'll, 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 we'll talk some more afterwards. We both knew the reasons why seemed like we'd face the world on our own. Before we collide, can we just take a moment, collect the reflections of this, and remember the past that we chose? This year again Can't stand to face the fear again You could always laugh about those things It's enough to make a man feel sour Running minutes every day by the hour Just to end up gone like everything
That's after the mire, Billy Strings. You you love this, don't you? I I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. There's a bunch of bands that are in this space. A band called Cabinet, got the weirdest name in the world. Yeah. I just saw them at uh, at the, the Capitol Theater last week, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of and, good music. And the Bluegrass Festival coming up uh, in Ramapo. At the at the uh, Jacob Sloat House right. in Ramapo, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, it's next uh, Sunday. Next, uh, next Sunday. Okay, well, remember we're we're recording this September third, so next Sunday right. is uh, uh, the eleventh. Yeah, the yeah the eleventh, the eleventh. Okay. And okay, and, uh, and uh, next Saturday, September tenth, uh, which is uh, you know uh, something I'm going to plug is the uh, Catskill Conductors Clambake <laughs> in Livingston Manor. And uh, the band called Sway is entertaining. Ah, that's a good band. I heard a lot about that. Oh my God, the singer, he's so <laughs> handsome. It's, 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 the it's, singer's amazing. His voice is like velvet. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just amazing. It's my band. Liquid right. velvet. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Livingston Manor uh, on the 10th, and uh, in the afternoon, the uh, Catskill Conductor Clam Bake. And you gotta wonder in the Catskills where the clams come from, yeah. but, uh, but freshwater clams. Yeah. So, uh, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. And Livingston Manor is just a gorgeous, gorgeous town. Yeah, they have three breweries in there. That, that little, that little town now. Yeah. Yeah. Three breweries. They are right on the. Um, uh, what's the name of that river? Uh, oh. But it's it's known for the fly fishing. It's like, yeah. The yep. fly fishing museums there. It's like. Considered one of the fly fishing capitals. Best fly fishing in the in the in, uh, in the world, yeah, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. You know, people the, might up in the Catskills. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Livingston no, Manor, that area yeah. right there. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of a lot of small breweries around, and Roscoe yeah. has one, and different yep. ones. Uh, Rocket River, I know, up in Tupper Lake. In fact, there's one right down the street from here. Now, if we start talking about breweries, <laughs> there's, there's one right down the street from here. Industrial here. Brewery Company. We may have yeah. to make an on-site visit we after may have to the show. Inspect that place. Just got to check it out. Make sure it's okay. Make sure it's okay. That's it. All right, right, so that's uh, Billy Strings fading off. Oh, that's nice talking with with that kind of background music. I yeah. appreciate that. You know. Yeah. All right. Oh man, I read a book called uh, "The um, Ministry for the Future" by uh, Kim Stanley Robinson. It's a it's a novel. It's fairly new, and and it's about um, the near future when the stuff we expect to happen hap- happen happens, and uh, it, it 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 begins with a whole. Uh, series of uh, uh, vicious climate uh, events, uh, hot bulb heat waves that kill tens of millions of people because uh, um, if you if you um, if you uh, live in a hot, if it, if it happens to you, you can't lose heat, right? I mean, explain that with me. I mean, a hot bulb uh, heat wave, in other words, it, it kills, it literally Burns. Mm. It burns you to death. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You, you cook. So um, it's it's a frightening uh, uh, premise. And then what do we do about it? Because things like that will generate uh, uh, refugee crisis, uh, all sorts of things. Wars, fighting war. over water. Right. It's going to happen. Right. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of already happening. You yeah. know, it happens in Rockland with Bergen County because we're on the border and we share water. <laughs> no, our water company serves we, both. We counties. really don't have a water problem here on the on the East Coast. Like, well, compared but, to many places in the country, I think we're better off in some cases. Look yeah. at going out in Lake Mead and uh, so uh, I, people are. Yeah. So anyway, the, the the book has got all these these uh, various uh, solutions, quote yeah. unquote, on uh, on uh, everything they do, and they end up, I think, doing everything. And uh, some 
some of it works, some of it doesn't. And uh, it's a fascinating, uh, mm. fascinating book. So check so, it out, Ministry of the Future. Ministry of the Future, Kim Stanley Robinson. You had mentioned a book also that is the, uh, you said the Bible for environmentalists? Yeah, it, it's called The Drawdown. The Drawdown. And it gives 100 um, actions that we need to take. And uh, the number one action, <laughs> Lou, I think you're going to get a check on this. It's um, refrigerants. Oh. Uh. Yeah, the refrigerants are the worst, and uh, the the inefficiency of them, and and all that. Yeah. So take care of the refrigerants. Yep. Is that uh, Kevin? Uh, this is Connie Coker. Oh, Connie Coker. Oh, Connie, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? Fine, fine. Where are you calling from? Well, I I live in uh, Upper Nyack, New York. And um, I'm really appreciating the show very much. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, it's inspiring. I, um, ha, you know, I've been an envir- environmental activist for a long time, and then I was a county legislator for about five years and involved in the environmental committee and all mm-hmm. these great, incredible activists that we have in Rockland County. Mm-hmm. And um, George Patanovic d- does an emailing, and I saw this <laughs> program was going to be on, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to listen to that. I just oh. have not been active enough in the environmental movement and you all are really inspiring me nice to hear from you connie this is great so so uh, what is your top priority well um i mean i think in well in rockland county i mean it's um, you know it's air quality but it's also just the uh protecting the the forest because that's a big part of air quality and water water quality and uh, so I think slowing uh, uh, down on development mm-hmm. and uh, protecting, like I said, our Harriman and all these other great places that we have. So now, that's, that's is, one thing. Are you optimistic about the future, or do, are there aspects of climate change that have you terrified, as I am? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am terrified. And I, and I realize I, had, I have to get more involved. You know, uh, I'm just not doing enough. And I, I think... Uh, Several of us are starting to feel that way, like we were just kind of giving up in a way. And um, so, no, I'm I'm extremely concerned. Uh, is, have we have we already gone too far? I mean, when you read that article that said, "What is it in in Greenland that the ice shelf is is already even if we turn it around right now, it's still going to melt and raise the water level a foot or something." Mm-hmm. So it it is discouraging. Mm-hmm. Did we did we talk about the uh, the oh we did talk about the, the Key West Highway already yeah right. that's right yeah 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 I mean you know, th- there are things that they're projecting that are just going to go away that there's nothing could, that, that can be done to save some of this vulnerable in- infrastructure that is clu- too close to sea level uh, because right. it's it's determined that the sea level will rise mm-hmm. period right. end of paragraph that's it it's going to happen yeah it's going to happen when no, that's no. the question. Would- when we hear so, when we hear that or learn about that, and then it does feel like, well, then we might as well just give up and and not and not fight for the the earth or you know or prevent climate change. But we can't. We have you know we really have to. So I'm um, you know I'm like I said I was very pleased that this was going to be on today, and and I appreciate what you're all talking about and trying to do. And and there's so many great organizations. In, in Rockland County, but around our area. 
I appreciated that you had the woman from Sustainable Westchester. I was really listening to her. And, um, you know, we have a lot of great organizations here. And so I'm going to become more active in 350 NJ Rockland. And uh, the Sierra Club uh, is a huge, makes a huge contribution. Well, let's, let's so. do this. Let's stay in touch because uh, this isn't just this Saturday. This is every Saturday we do this. Right. And um, uh, right. We, we've, been, we've been repeating shows recently, but uh, we're going to start uh, doing them uh, uh, live again uh, Great. Uh, with more Great. regularity. So uh, yeah. we would certainly like to stay in touch, Connie. Um, yes, I'll, well, I'll, I will continue to listen. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I got to know George Kanovic very, very well as a county legislator and his activism and Peggy Kurtz and so many other yes. people. So right, I, I w- I'm glad that he sent this mailing out. And I will. I'll be here next Saturday. That's terrific. Oh, we 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 and you, you're always welcome to call in, and and that goes for everybody who's listening. Eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. I mean, don't be yeah. shy. Be Just shy. join the conversation. Well, I, felt, I felt very shy, and was like, well, now what do I have to say? And then I thought, you know, no, I want to. I want them to know that people are listening and that it's making a difference. So <laughs> that and we appreciate you. that that's for the, sure. That's the important okay. part. You, you've got okay. Connie's contact info? Sure, George? I do. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Connie will be in touch. Thank you so much. Okay, thank from, you. From South Bye-bye. Nyack, huh? Well, I used to be in South Nyack, and, and about a year and a half ago, moved to Upper Nyack. Upper Nyack. Oh, Upper Nyack. Oh. That's, <laughs> oh. That's the fancy oh, schmancy. Oh, it always sounds so fancy. Stop that. Oh, wow. Upper Nyack. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> That's, that, yeah. i got to tell you, that that is dramatic. You get up there north of it. For folks that don't know the area, you go north up there, and then that Hook mountain. mountain rises. Hook mountain. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Well, that's, that's the reason we moved, was to get away from the thruway. Even though we loved South Nyack and raised yeah. our children, lived there 30 years, but uh, to get away from that throughway and get up here uh, by the preserve, and we need more land like that where, yeah. where the Upper Nyack Village saves its preserve, and uh, and there's Hook Mountain right there. So yeah, I'm yeah, the grateful mountain for and, that. And, and that beautiful bluff that goes down to the river there. It's just uh, just it's gorgeous. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Terrific. Yeah. All right, Connie. All thank right. you so much. Thank you for calling in. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for calling Thanks. in. Thanks. And thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye thank now. you, George, for spreading the word. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> you know, Connie knows as many people that are involved in environmental issues is you're always fighting for something in the future. You know, we don't necessarily benefit as much directly. I mean, we see changes, yep. but, you know, the real benefit. And with climate change, and, you know, we're not going to see a, a change tomorrow. We have to make changes now with the idea that we're, it's a promise for the future. You know, so it's a little different yeah. than a lot of issues where you can say I can try and protect a stream or I can try and protect something where I can see those results. So I'm hoping people have enough faith in their work to think that we can do something that's going to pass on to the next generation. This is part of the work that we're doing, right? I mean, yep. it's a yep. different kind of an attitude because this is a long time coming and we're trying to make changes now on something that is a tremendous environmental issue that we have to and, and w- the, work and the, on. And the younger folks, like you mentioned, like a Billy yep. Strings, 29 years old, he gets it. It's his future. Right. Yeah. And uh, when I talk to young people, I, uh, you know, I apologize because... Yeah. Um, I was there for the first Earth Day. Yeah, yeah. they told us then the yeah. whole program. Right, right. <laughs> you know, we made, everybody made fun of uh, of of Al Gore. He yeah. told us the whole yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and now it's happening. And now people are you know maybe trying to pretend that they didn't poo poo it or whatever, and uh, and it's here. Um, uh, there's another. You know what? Let's 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 play that Miley Cyrus song because I like that. That 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 <laughs> that, that uh, fires me up. Yeah, the movement is really in with the, with the youth. They get it. It's yeah. it's going to be their world, not not ours. Mm. Hey, Miley, here we go. Thank you. 
can you take care of her? Oh, maybe you can spare her Several moments of your consideration Leading up to the final destination Oh, the earth is calling out I wanna learn what it's all about But everything I read is global warming going green I don't know what all this means But it seems to be saying Wake up, America We're all in this together It's our home, so let's take care of it You know that you want to You know that you got to Miley Cyrus, all right. I know you don't want to hear it from somebody who's so young. Then I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about her. But that's what uh, she says. Talking uh, about the three of us. You know, I always say a, a, a great society is one where the the old men and ladies, the elders, are planting trees mm-hmm. that we'll never enjoy the shade yeah, of. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, you know, and that's kind of the, what, yeah. what we were just talking about yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, establishing it, these policies. And, the things and may not directly benefit us personally, but yeah. we're, we're investing in exactly. our future by exactly. what we do. And I've exactly. been talking to too many people lately that are that uh, shrug and say, "Well, yeah, as long as I can continue to afford cigars, I'm good." <laughs> you know, <laughs> because and you're not gonna you're not gonna take my you know Hummer away from me. I'm you know Gas my cold dead hands. You know, yeah. like all so. right. So so this this. this 
build it was not build back better what was it build back it's almost um, as much or i don't know what it was. it's called the inflation, inflation reduction, reduction act uh, yeah. act which really doesn't do that which either the acronym is ira <laughs> <laughs> so uh the money that's in that that's what uh, i'm off the top of my head 368 or 9 million billion dollars yeah uh and a lot it keeps of it's going up even when we're talking here yeah yeah no. <laughs> it's over so, over 300 billion yeah yeah so we're talking about uh, a lot of its tax credits a lot of its uh, 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 renewables a lot of its uh, EV um, uh, infrastructure too. infrastructure yeah is it enough or are we just relieved that we've done something I mean uh, you know what's well, a start yeah you, you know uh, is it enough no it's not gonna be you know we're still gonna need more investment as we go forward and, and, you know, as we've said multiple times here, we don't even know what kind of storms or what, you know, you were talking about the algae. We don't yeah. know what, what the ramifications. Unintended. Unintended circumstances. Consequences. Consequences that are going to come out well, of Well, here's sustainability. Uh, yeah. If everybody tried to get electric cars, I have a friend who has one, and he says about 240 miles he gets. So if he plans a trip longer than that, he has to plan where he's going to charge it. Yeah. And he did that. It took 45 minutes to charge his car. And then he watched how many cars were going through the gas station, part of it at that time. And he says, do we, do we have a charging station for all those people who are going to sit there for 45 minutes yeah. charging their cars? So what's the future? And what do you hope for as a sustain sustainability person for Westchester, uh, how this money might be used to make the electric car yeah. possible? Because right now, we don't have that kind of infrastructure, correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and for it, buses and everything else that we want to do. Well, we have six electric buses now in Westchester County, and right. um, they're, they're huge. You know, uh, uh, Where do you charge them? We charge them in the uh, bus depot in um, mm -hmm. uh, Valhalla, in the Valhalla campus there. Where we call and you have a campus. system to, as you use them to charge them as they're being used? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and the batteries are huge. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, you know, the movie The Graduate mm -hmm. with uh, Dustin Hoffman, and yeah. you know, at one point the, the 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 father of the future bride plastic. pulls him over and plastics. Says, the plastic. future is plastic. <laughs> the future is batteries, yeah. and that's, <laughs> and that's yeah. the, the answer. To that yeah, yeah. is going to be the batteries. Yeah. So you do have, and there are vehicles now. You can buy them. You can buy yeah. them now that get over five hundred miles on a charge. Wow. Yeah. But they're more expensive because yeah, the batteries yeah. are more expensive. Yeah. So the technology yeah. needs and these to, rare earth metals. I think they need yeah, to create and those. They, they, and, um, yeah, so that that's a key part of it. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, and and it was it uh, Rockland recently bought some. I think they're in plans to purchase. Uh, low sulfur diesel, and I want to speak to the county executive about that. I wasn't sure if the infrastructure yeah. is not there to do electric now, or yeah. what you know what the incentive is maybe to go to, towards electric versus. I don't know enough about it to speak about it. The, but up, I would the like upfront cost, I'm sure, is cheaper. Yeah, and that's where people, a lot of people, make uh, make the mistake. I mean, yeah. it's just like well, you know, listen, uh, um, uh, Rockland may not be as wealthy a county as Westchester. Uh, Perhaps. You also need to be reliable. Well, the bus I, is going to get used. I mean, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have six of them, yeah. and we have six on order. So we're going to have yeah. twelve. How's it going? Good, really great. <laughs> oh, they're great. Are I the mean, buses running on time? Yeah, the buses run on time. They're uh, beautiful. I mean, the key run, part of all this is it's well, on time and, and charging, and with no fare for the summer, right? Yeah, no fare until we, Sunday. Sunday, we, we killed Monday. we killed the fare uh, all summer. Oh, so people would take the bus instead yeah. of the yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah which yeah. my son, my fourteen-year-old, is. Uh, jumping on he and his friends are you know it was like there's no it just get on the bus <laughs> so he's been going up and down route 22 to get to his friends there's been a lot of a lot of squawking over here about the congestion pricing and of course the yeah. the new york league of conservation voters was in favor of that you know but but they're they're criticizing it here in rockland because we don't have the transportation 
opportunities that you have in Westchester with the trains. Yeah. How is it going over in Westchester in terms of that congestion pricing? Have people been talking about it, or is, this, know, a good, is this a good idea? Uh, below 60th Street or something? People I think are it's a fantastic 24, idea. $25? You know, most gonna, environmentalists, you know, raise gas prices, raise parking, well, you know, expenses, you know, rate, you know, yeah, yeah, and then well, use that money to, to and, move people to. And truth, I mean, we, we live close to the city there. Yeah. yeah. Nobody in their right mind drives into lower Manhattan. No, you have the yeah. transportation I mean, there, too. You, 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 wh and why? I mean, just for a, uh, it's the headache of just finding parking and all the rest of it. And then right. pay no, for parking. Parking is like $50. Yeah, no, at that part of it, yeah. And it takes forever to get in, to yeah, forever yeah. get out, and you yeah. take the train in, you're in, you're out. We boy. don't have a one right a one ride in, I don't think, here at all. So, and you, you know, have to go down to Hoboken. Yeah, right, then and go, then yeah, yeah. So it's not, I drive over to Croton and park my car over there and take the train well, in because it's great. a lot of people go to Terrytown. You got buses that can get you to White Plains? Yeah, I guess, but I mean, the, I don't know how regular they are. If you have to be somewhere, you know what it is. And we yeah. have a ferry that goes across to Austin from Haverstraw, but then it doesn't run past a certain time. So if you have to come back at you're an stuck. odd hour, yeah, <laughs> then you're over in Austin. Uh, I lived in Austin, and it was a great convenience to hop on the train and be right into the city with less than an don't hour. Don't go right? bad mouth in Austin. I liked it. I liked Austin. I, 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 like I have Austin. good memories of being in Austin. Yeah. yeah. So. so adding uh, EV charging is a, you know, it's it's an issue, yeah. You know, and it's and something. how will it be addressed? Do you think with this money that's coming through? Because we're talking a lot about this environmental bond act, and is that one you mentioned flooding and other issues? Is there enough money in there to start talking about putting infrastructure in for? Oh yeah, it's, it's a big one. It's a big component of that three hundred billion dollars. Is you know oh. this the well, this yeah. is the federal one you're talking about? Yeah, the federal one. Yeah, yeah. And the same with the state. Yeah. Same with the state. Okay. They're they're all kind of generally well, the same. And although the state is is, is still TBA, they got to. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to. Pass it. Yeah. Borrow the money and then decide how to give it out. That's right. right. That's right. So right. And that's November. And this is what we've been. If talking. you're listening to this program, we expect that you will be out there voting. You'll be yes. voting for this. <laughs> for this. We've been talking about it with some of the elected officials. Of how do they envision this money being used to start a conversation yeah. now before November, so people can see the yeah. actual yeah. impact yeah. it could have on their communities that's too. What yeah, I, Kevin, that's they what they got here. Yeah, they were talking about. Do you do you drive into uh, Manhattan ever? Uh, I. I uh, go I go around and uh, drive into Brooklyn. I, I try to avoid Manhattan uh, by car uh, at all costs. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know. because you're a wise man. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm from Brooklyn, I've been in Manhattan many times, and I just I know. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it's it, it's um, I don't I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I, 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 if you've been to London, you you see the congestion pricing works. A hundred percent. You know, this oh is so, yeah. uh, you go there, you see it, and and it's it, it's they just don't have the crazy, snarled, gridlocked traffic that Manhattan has because you know if you want it, you you, you can come in if you, you want to, if you, you want to pay. pay. Yeah, if you want to pay, you can come in. If you want to just drive in, just we're already paying event. fifteen at the George Washington Bridge, and then we're going to pay another twenty four dollars or something yeah. if we go below Sixtieth Street. Yeah, yeah, it gets expensive for the average person. It's not. You know, being paid to go then, to then, then park the train. car and take the train. Yeah, you know? yeah I know. They, they, that's 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 I the white plane. Park your car and zoom right in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or take um, One of the um, one of the uh, advantages of the of the bridge, uh, uh, the uh, the um, new bridge, right. uh, <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever. I, the, 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 the beautiful new bridge yeah. was that it has um, designated bus lanes and yep. it's got. Yeah, uh, it it's got a, a, a regular bus service to White Plains, right? Yeah. And there's a big bus depot right there, right across from the train station. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, you know, many people in Rockland now have a two-seat ride to Manhattan. Right. Now uh, it's not ideal, 
It's not a one seat ride, but it's a two seat ride. Right. right. You get it, you know. So, um, it's, so it's a matter of adjusting really quick. Yeah. A yeah. dedicated bus line. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a matter of adjusting to the change, maybe more than anything. People are not used to it. Yeah. 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 And also, there there's a there is there are funds that are set aside and are collecting them to uh, to do a, a rail line because mm-hmm. the bridge is set up for yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, that's so part of my right. advocacy work before I joined the, the mm-hmm. county was uh, on that bridge and making sure that, number one, there were pedestrian and bike mm-hmm. connections to right. that there, because there was money mm-hmm. out there. So I worked with a, a Route 9 corridor group, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Andy Ratskin and Dan Kavisser mm-hmm. uh, really worked on that and putting that together. But also we really pushed to have, we were looking for light rail, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah. And it, it didn't come about, but they did save a lane for the dedicated bus line. So that was something I worked on okay. uh, before I joined the, it's all transportation. So we're uh, making oriented. some progress on these yep. yeah. new plans. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's good. And yeah. we have the bike path across there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, and you can, and, and now you can take a bus from and just about anywhere in Rockland uh, all the way to, to Port Chester, to the Connecticut yeah. line, uh, yeah. uh, up in, I think, Brewster. I mean, it's, mm. uh, it, yeah. you know, and that means that people can, you know, do that commute to work. So uh, mm-hmm. that's, it isn't all about getting in the car and driving where you want to go because mm-hmm. um, those days may be fading yeah. fast. Yeah, so oh, as yeah. we uh, deal with things, leave the driving to us. <laughs> Sit back and do your TikTok. Do, do uh, your TikTok. It was great. <laughs> You're all over that TikTok. It was great hopping on a train. I loved it. Uh, you know the uh, well. I believe. I, I listen. I think self-driving cars will, will come to, but that's a that's a different thing entirely. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. We got a couple of minutes here. We can take your call if you mm-hmm. want. You know, we uh, Connie called in. Yeah. Um, How about some of my friends out there? Got the notice in the mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Some of mine too. Pick up your phone. How about you, I Marty? I'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Don't be shy. <laughs> Tom, we'll and call Donato you out. <laughs> it's like Jennifer. romper room. We'll have the the one. We'll look through the mirror and we'll see who's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as we are wrapping up, I do want to just say thank you so much, Lou, for having me come back. And I'll, I'll come back. I'll call in. I'll come yeah, over. Yeah, sure, I mean, sure. I, 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 you know, I enjoy this. It, you know, if you play my music like you did today, I'll come in here anytime. Well, <laughs> next time you're going to play the Barn Band uh, music. That's my band. It's you know, oh. we're, we're we're competing with Sway a little bit. I think oh, yeah. we're in that same uh. old man, uh, you know, category it's, of it's, rock and roll. It's, it's so cute that you think you're competing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. That's just, that's just adorable. Yeah. <laughs> we aspire to compete with you. And, uh, and, and uh, next Saturday, well, I'll be up in Livingston Manor. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, on the stage there. And Get your um, uh, fly fishing gear in, in, yeah. in order there. Uh, yeah, I just uh, what Catch I, and release. <laughs> Is that what they do with the catch and release? No. Catch and release. I don't know. Trout. Trout. You don't want to keep the trout. Uh-huh. You can, yeah. I guess. If you yeah, do. certain size. Yeah. And, you yeah. know. Yeah. All right. What did I see the other day? I saw a river runs through it. Oh, it's really, uh, yeah, great, great movie. movie. Great movie. That's not. That, but that wasn't there. That it was uh, Wyoming or something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know that uh, uh, Westchester County now is bigger, has more people than Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't get me started on this. Luke, has more people than Montana. Yeah. Has more people than. Uh, well, how many states? Well, North and South Dakota. As once we fix, once we fix this uh, this climate change <laughs> issue, we're, you know, we're going to fix this. Yeah, right. 
I'm working on getting North and South Dakota combined. It should just be one Dakota. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, you there's like, you know, there's more people in my, you know, uh, my town of East Chester than, than there in all uh, North Dakota. And, and can we get a list of the cultural differences between North Dakotans and South yeah. Dakotans? <laughs> no, because the, there is none. And they you each know, get two senators, right? <laughs> yeah, they each get two senators, yeah, yeah. and they only have one representative. Think yeah, well, about that, because there's hardly anybody there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, any but two senators. Any yeah. any state that only has one representative, Westchester County is bigger than because. Westchester yeah. County's got two. two, at least two, right? Yeah, we have at least two, two, yeah, two, and a, two and a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. it's it's that's why I tell people it's big, and 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 it tackles big things, and it's got uh, it's got a you know a lot of responsibilities, a lot and of responsibilities, and it's a multi diverse. You know, we were joking before about how. It's rich. Westchester's rich. We actually have some of the, you know, uh, you know, the, the really low to middle income, you know, communities. I meant, you know, I meant rich, rich in the aggregate. No, I know. I know. You've got resources. Yeah, resources. So, yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah. Uh, that does. And that, um, and that, and that uh, goes to the fact that it's expensive to be poor. Sometimes if you don't have the initial outlay, then you, you end up paying more down the line. In, you know? in the back end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes? Uh, we've got the Reverend Billy on. Oh, right there. I was wondering where he was. Oh, hey, Bill, how are you, friend? Well, I, I missed my guest slot. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's okay. We, we, talk, we listened to a little bit of the show. Just to, uh, uh, We didn't have time to play the whole, um, the whole half hour, but we gave people a taste of it. And we did play uh, last week's... Uh, uh, news from the natural world with uh, with Savi uh, Tree, so uh, so we got the taste of it. But uh, wanted you to weigh in here, man. And we got the the big questions. How how are things in Brooklyn? Well, we're we're uh, the people in Brooklyn that are in the Stop Shopping Church. We're gathering uh, in our new building in uh, converted Capital One Bank, bank Branch in uh, the East Village and getting ready for the. Uh, Service tomorrow, Chris, Chris Smalls from the Amazon Labor Union will be here as our our fabulous saint. Mm. You, you you saint the people that you really uh, that you really uh, admire. I remember we had uh, uh, what Courtney Williams and a couple of people who were uh, who were sainting. Yes, we like we like to saint people that are you know uh, law, hardworking activists that nobody has uh, kind of credited, and but on the other hand. We are sainting sluts, and we, uh, we, you know, we've sainted uh, Joan Baez and Kurt Vonnegut, and, uh-huh. and, you know, and, and we, uh, we're happy to, we're happy to uh, bless the celebrity, bless the already blessed. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, well, Bill, uh, you know, the, the irony of you being in a in a in a bank is um, is uh, <laughs> remarkable. Uh, real quick, uh, we, since we're coming up against the time, uh, uh, Peter wanted to ask you a question. Maybe. Yeah. So one of the things I've been pushing for is this Extended Producer Responsibility Act, and uh, uh, the there was uh, an initial one, uh, initial bill that was floated through the, the state um, uh, the Senate and the Assembly, and it was great. We were all very, very excited about it. We were definitely very supportive of it, and I think it's going to be a, make a big difference. Um, but then the one that came out was a little watered down. Mm. Ha- have you had much advocacy work on that, uh, Reverend? Now, when you say producer, that's a, a word that has 70 different meanings. Uh, are you talking about the producers of products like manufacturing? Yep. Manufacturers, you... yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, 
That's the key, Chris, I think, in my Chris, mind. Uh, the responsibility Chris, put on the producer as opposed to where, where it is now on the consumer, and we pay taxes to take deal with it, you know, and they don't they don't really care, you know. Some of them are caring a little bit more on. Are you the, you know, let me try to answer your question I, yeah. because you're you're a preacher like me, so we're in conflict. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the, you know, Chris Chris Smalls and his Amazon Labor Union are the most um, uh, responsibility. Uh, uh, giving to forcing upon the Amazon company that the Amazon company has ever had, and the uh, uh, they're they're working people, African American folks, working class, uh, and they're they're getting very little an hour, and they're standing there with robots, and and they are abused. You know, the conveyor belt spin by, and with the mm-hmm. with the smiling arrow, and meanwhile, of course. Speaking of producing, Amazon uh, puts one million metric tons of CO2 into the air every week. Mm -hmm. By some measurement, it's the top uh, causer of climate change in the world. There might be some Chinese coal companies that would would give them a run for their money. But certainly as far as our consumption and our production and shipping of the produced items, uh, nobody, nobody really is in the Amazon's. The, the Amazon Companies League. So you, now, so you, you they ha- have a union. So they you, have a union. You have, they have a, to sign a. They have to sign a contract with that union. All right, so Bill. You, so you've got them. Regulation. You've this got them on tomorrow. You've got them on tomorrow uh, for Sainthood. At, where, at g- three p.m. Three p.m. Give us the yeah. address real quick. We got to go. You just go to RevBilly, R-E-V-Billy dot com, and we'll give you all the information. Thank you so much, Reverend Billy from the Church of Stop Shopping. You're listening to WRCR, AM 1700, WRCR.com. This has been Tough Times with Lou Young. Thank you so much for an action-packed two hours plus. (laughs) Whoa. See you next week. All right.